Hello. Okay. <laughs> okay. Spicy. All right. So, crab legs or whole crabs? Crab legs. And they have to be from Rough and Ready because them the long joints and they are so good. Did you eat whole crabs though? I do. But I prefer crab legs. I feel like crabs is it's too much work for a little bit of meat. Yeah. And crab legs, you just click clock. <laughs> I feel like I got to be in the mood, but I will fuck up a whole crab. Yeah, I have to be in the mood, and I'm always in the mood, but I prefer crab legs. But the crab legs from Rough and Ready, they cost a lot of money, mm-hmm. but it's worth it because it's them jumbo crab legs. Like, they stupid long. I've never been. I'm going to have to try. Friend. Friend. Okay. I'm going to have to try. All right. Although I know you already have a car, would your preference be a car or an SUV? Mm. Um, a car. I like an SUV. I like to sit up high. But there are a lot of people in the world that have an SUV that don't know how to drive. Don't do that, friend. Don't. My thing is don't purchase something that you don't know how to whip in the small corners when it when it comes don't time. Don't do that. Okay? So I have a little car. My dream vehicle is a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> don't be one of those And people. I plan on getting one one day, mm-hmm. but I drive like a grandma. You do. Don't do Let me say that. I drive safe. I drive safe people. And you that lady on the um that commercial where she's holding the baby and she's like, but you uh, yelling at her husband, don't slow down. You're messing up my whatever Listen, thing. There's a the whole lot of road. That they give you. There's a whole lot of road, okay? It people is. utilize it, okay? Go around me. I get it, but you be doing some don't do that. stuff you're not supposed to be doing behind the road, Miss Grandma. That. Okay, don't my do grandmother that. don't text and drive. Don't do that. I know yeah. not what you speak Alex of. Alex B. Be doing Thank you. Like Moving on. And Question novels. number three. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Spend a night in Jurassic Park. Okay. You know mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is right. Mm-hmm. All right. Or are you staying in the Lion King setting with lions, hyenas, and warthogs? Are we talking about the new Lion King that came out, or are we talking about... Oh, uh, yeah, the, the new one. Like, what, like, I prefaced that, but I'm, I was trying to give you, like, a vision. Like, you're out there. Like, in the safari. Like, the, ah, uh, sedate me now. And I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's you okay. You are. It's okay. Don't do that. It's okay, friend. Don't do that. Um, fuck. I will go Jurassic Park because they're extinct. Okay, but you saw what happened in Jurassic No, friend. You uh, saw what happened in Jurassic Park. Like, how about neither? No, you had to pick one. I will be friends with Timon and Pumbaa, so I would say Lion King. No, it's not like they're pretend there. That's just like the setting. Like, I don't know if they're in Kenya or not. Like, you're okay, you're out in the wild, and there are lions, hyenas, and warhogs. I would take my luck with the lions, hyenas, and warhogs. Hmm. Okay. I think I would too. But I would try to like climb in a tree or something. Of course. Because. I would become a black panther or something because they be in trees and shit and I ain't got time to fuck around. Because hyenas don't climb, do they? I don't know. Lions can jump pretty. Lions climb. Okay. All right. You said hyenas. Well, they're considered still a cat, so they do climb. That's true. Speaking of, I saw Lion King last night. Y'all need to see it. Um, So people try to throw a little shade. Um, about how their mouths moved, but I liked it. But I had to get out of my mind that, because I know all the words, like I know a lot of the lines, I had to get out of my mind, like, 
just watch the movie. But I loved how real all the animals looked. But the hyenas, they tripped me out how they look. Okay. They're scary looking. And then I went afterwards to YouTube. And, you know, I like to watch my animal planning and shit like that. So I was trying to learn about the hyenas. And I learned when they're making that laughing noise that it's actually they're in a high-stress environment. Okay? And then they each have their own distinct laugh. So that's how they communicate with one another. Mm. Fun fact for you, okay? Okay. In case you didn't know. I was about to call you Bill Guy, the science guy, but that's not even the right person. No. I'm Crocodile Dunn Alex. But, <laughs> I'll accept that. But you do know that, like, Simba and Nala are really like siblings. They're like sibling cousins. Yeah. People don't like, I mean, I know because I know that lions, like, it's one male and then he's got a rack of bitches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Just like in Africa, it's one male and he got a rack of bitches. <laughs> the wives, the multiple it's wives. Just the wives. But it was good. You should definitely see it. Um, and, you know, I went in there and I was singing and there was a little girl next to me in Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. And she was looking at me all crazy when I was singing. But, yes, that's what I came to do. Just like when them annoying little kids were singing Frozen, let it go. So, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we have to recap 90 Day Fiance. I don't even know, specific, I don't even remember what specifically what happened. What happened this week? Mm. Ashley got sick, and of course, Jay came back and started taking care of her. And then they ended up at the divorce. Oh, of yeah. Office. The lawyer was looking at and her. And she was like, like um, Bitch, you were just in here crying your eyes out, and now you want to take this man back? Why? Yeah. She looked like, is this a hostage situation? Yeah. And that's how she looked at her. I was like, I'm done. And then Pal's mom was there, and then so was Russ's mom. Yeah. yeah. So Okay, so what did you think about that? Um, I, I get where Pal's coming from, because she's had a miscarriage. I never had a miscarriage, so I can't sympathize with that part. Right. But as far as like somebody holding my baby like I need to know that this is real mm-hmm. because my miscarriage was hard on me and I'm losing a life so I, I she I guess she wants to feel in control and know that things are safe for her baby because you know she had a miscarriage right however me being a mom of two right I was like, oh, come, you can take him. You want to hold him? That's fine. Right. I'm going to get in a shower, go get my nails and feet done. Y'all bond. I will be back. Okay? Yeah. You can have him. I felt like she needs to talk to someone. She probably does. Because she's very, like, even when they went to the beach. And he is so cute. But even when they went to the beach and she was just very of me and Axel, me and Axel. And the husband was just like, okay, what about me too? Yeah. She was just very, like, just the two of them. Um... But I'd be interested to know, like, do any other moms, have any other moms ever felt that way? And I'm wondering, like, I guess I would be that way, too, because, like, I carried the baby in my body. Yeah. You were here. You lived in me. You feed from me. The only thing um, he needs to be worried about is once you start showing a woman that she can do everything, and granted, we do, you know, once we start operating like a single mother. Right. That's hard. That mentality is hard to go away. 
Because if mm. your your place of work, if you're out of town all the time and I have to do She's everything, to manage I'm, without I'm you. learning to manage without you. And then that might build some resentment to him. Okay. And then that might put her in a place to be like, you know what? We don't even need to be together no more. And that's, you know what, that's interesting because I've heard, I've heard the people, I've heard people say that women become mothers as soon as we find out that we're pregnant. Because the child is living inside of us, we're caring for them. Mm-hmm. And then they say that fathers become fathers after they see the baby. But even then, I think if the father, because a lot of times, which sucks, a lot of times men don't have paternal leave, mm-hmm. the way that women have maternal leave, maternity leave. So it's just like, when as a father do you necessarily, like, I'm curious to know, like, as a father, when do they love the baby? Like, is it you love the baby because you love your, your wife or the woman? Like, when does that essence of, like, this is my baby, this is my child come into play? Like, when do they really care? Because the baby doesn't feed from them. Right. You don't grow the baby. You're essentially loving a stranger that you can't feel. That's a good question. That's it. I I would just, I would love. So I went out with, um, we went to a friend's our godson's birthday party and some friends from college were there and you know they have a new baby he is so cute and I was asking I was just like you know how do you, I was like how is it being a father do you feel different he was just like I absolutely love him he says but it's weird because like I don't know what's wrong I'm not the mom I said well, what do you mean he says well he says you can say Alex are you hungry yes or no and I'd be like no he says exactly the baby I don't know if he's hungry he's just crying or whatever the case is in comparison to the mom, she can tell different things that I can't tell. Right. So that that's from when women take off that maternity leave. Mm-hmm. You get to know your baby. You get to know what, which cry means, okay, I'm tired. Which cry means I'm hungry. Which cry means I have a full diaper. Right. So if you don't have that specific bond with your child, then of course you're not going to know and the mom is going to know. So that's why I say if Russ needs to be careful on how he does and moves because once we get a mindset of okay we are doing everything and we become that single mom that mode and mentality and that becomes hard to accept help if that makes sense Mm, it does it definitely does because then you want to just do things all on your own you're like no you're doing it wrong i'll do it you know that type of thing so right and that's exactly what she's been doing to us it's like and he was trying to hold her. She was complaining. She was fussing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the same old bullshit with Chantel and Pedro. As in, and whatever that girl's name, Nicole. Or God, she needs to get rid of that fucking purple hair because she looks fucking stupid. She does. She truly does. She, she does. does. It doesn't look nice. Not at all. As in, do you like my purple hair? No. No. But next week is supposed to be the, um, what do you call it? The reunion, mm-hmm. and you see how Chantel goes ahead and she comes at cold pee. Yeah, I was here for it. I was like, I want to see this. You better I let him see know. If her husband is going to defend her. Probably not. Probably Maybe he wasn't not. even in the room. What do you think? He was in the room. He had pulled and like he had kind of like pulled her back. And Chantel, you know, she started crying and shit. But I like the fact that, like, literally, it was just like. I have a new boyfriend now. I was like, look mm-hmm. at you. Look and then what you. was his... I felt so bad when... um, What's the Maldova's guy? What's his name? Um, Andre. 
Andre. Andre. His name is Andre. That's what it is. I hate how she Andre. says it. She goes, Andre. Stop it. Andre. I mean, if that's how he pronounces his name, Because ma'am. he has an accent, but she don't got one. So don't try to fake it on there. Stop that. Let her live. That okay? is her husband. Andre. Um, but I felt so bad when his dad left. He looked so sad. He did. But he looked, I thought he was going to come back through the gates and be like, I'm staying. But this man going to talk about something. You need to put the $15,000 away. No. From where? Yeah. Y'all tripping. With who? With $15, money? $15,000 with all of that. We can just go ahead and get our own house. I ain't got to worry about my father no more. Girl, bye. Anywho. Okay. So, in Miami, there's like, a, I don't want to call it like a state of emergency, but they've issued a notice out to people that if they see the large, big, green iguanas, that they can kill them because there's so many, um, I guess there's like, they're breeding too fast and they're destroying stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know what they destroy. Maybe they're like eating up the tree. I don't, I don't know what they eat besides bugs. I don't know. Um, but they're apparently becoming an issue. And I saw this video and I felt so bad. And they tell you like how you can go ahead and you can kill them. Like don't torture them, but Make it quick, whatever you do. But there's this video of this guy, he's in the street, and he's, like, slapping the iguana on the head, holding it by his tail, slapping it on the head with his um sandal. I felt so bad. That's just like this one video I watched. I guess they wanted to get rid of the dog because the dog didn't win one of the challenges, like the dog fight. Mm-hmm. So they literally picked the dog up by the tail and just kept slamming him <gasps> against the concrete. And stuff like that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that. Yeah, no. Have you ever seen those big ass iguanas? I'm just saying. What was the energy when the cicadas was out? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, cicadas they they're only around for like uh, a certain amount of. No, I've never experienced the cicada mass that Maryland has. I haven't. I think they come out every so many years. Like seven years, I think every seven years, or every fourteen. I don't know. I think it's like every fourteen years. I haven't experienced that. I have seen a cicada before and it was big as shit. But apparently like I've been told that they stink and they sing and they like cover people's doors and windows and shit like that. So I've heard. But with the iguanas, like when we were in Mexico and like we were going out to the pool, them motherfuckers was under the beach chairs. Like, mm-hmm. they were huge. They were larger than life. Mm-hmm. You come in my house, that's it. I'm going. I'm out. I'm going to let you be. I'm not killing you. Nothing of the sort. And that's another reason why I can't live in Florida. I don't have time for things like that. I see, I wanted to move down to Florida, but then I ain't got time to be worried about these dancing nope. iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> they've got gators. They've got iguanas. They've got lizards. Oh God, they've got jellyfish. Lady. they got sharks. I don't have and time. Uh, alligator, an 11-foot alligator broke into her house. What? And was in her kitchen. Wait, wait. What do you it mean broke, it broke they into her? Broke into, it broke into her house. She woke up in the middle of the night to the alligator. And you can hear, like, the pots and pans in the background as she's calling the police. And she filed a claim with the insurance company, and they're not trying to play it. But wait. But wait. They but said she's she some no, alligator just insurance. Just quiet, 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 quiet. I'm so much How do you quiet. just... But how do you just... Just break in the house. I have seen videos where they're outside of people's, like, doors. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Okay, so the iguana thing, you know, I'd be going out of my rabbit holes on YouTube, and I like to watch Animal Planet. So I was Googling 
how to run away from a gator. Now, I've always heard that you're supposed to run side to side because their body's so big that they can't shift their weight like that. But that is false, people. They say just run straight. They can run fast, but they can't run very long. So, and see, and that goes back to my conversation that we had several several episodes ago. I said, that's why my cardio has to be right. Just in case. So, I'm going to Miami after the wedding. And I'm going to be prepared. I hope fiance, my, my fiance's cardio is up to par. Because I'm going to have to leave. I have to go. Have to. And those are the reasons why I went to Florida. But if I did, my cardio is going to be up to par just in case something decides it's going to chase me. Don't look at me like that. I'm just saying, like, we, we couldn't do a little bit better with the cardio. Like, it just has to be your cardio has to be up because of the, the alligators. That's one of the many reasons why. I'm not going to get bit because I, because I got tired. I'm already asthmatic. So that doesn't help the situation at all. But nonetheless, they are legal and able to, not legal, but... People have the right to go ahead and to kill them if they see them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've seen videos where they've got, like, a shit ton of them just laid out. Just laid the money. So, sad news. Miss Sadie Roberts, she's a activist and the founder of an African-American museum, was found dead in the trunk of her car three miles away from her house. Yeah, so... <laughs> First of all, the conspiracy, not it's not a conspiracy because it's actual factual. I think she's, they've been keeping count of the people who were, some of the activists who were participating in the Ferguson. Okay. Um, the Ferguson movement. And she, I think she's, I want to say she's maybe the 12th one of them that's died, who's like publicly spoken out about it. Really? Yeah. So it's just like, what the hell? What the hell? Um. But anyways, um, yeah, she was found dead in her trunk. That's crazy. She was found dead in her trunk, and they were trying to figure out who it was, but a couple of days later, they found out it was one of her tenants, Mr. Ron Jermaine Bell. And I guess apparently he was late on his rent. I don't know if a conversation ensued. There was some, they're still trying to, the story's still developing. They're trying to figure out, you know, what else occurred. Um, but, like, what, what the fuck? What in the actual fuck? First of Over all, some, first of all, I don't think she was petty enough to like put him out or anything like that. She seemed like one of those, you know, them wholesome but, black women that be like, "I'm gonna put you out, but I'm gonna give you one more chance to pay your rent." But but, e- but even in the fact though, like, what the fuck? Yeah, you were, and you know, I've been watching my crime stories and shit. Like of course, that. of course. But the fact that you, not only did you kill her, but you stuffed her in her trunk. Like, someone wasn't going to smell it. Like, someone wasn't going to find out. So, you were so worried about paying rent, you ain't got to worry about that shit now, because you're going to be locked up forever. Right. So, now you ain't got to worry about shit. You better hope somebody don't, uh, kill you. I don't... In fucking jail. Over rent. Over rent. That, and see... That's- Crazy. I want to get into uh, real estate, like having my own like rental properties. I've never thought of to the extreme of, you don't pay your rent, I'm a bitch, I'm going to kill you type of thing. But 
I worry about stuff like that. Like, when you have tenants and, like, they get upset with you and are they going to destroy your property? And, like, mm-hmm. when they go ahead and they move out, am I going to have to start from scratch? And how much am I going to have to put into, you know, my homes? And those are the risks that people take, you know, when you do become a landlord. When you do, you know, have your own properties and shit like that. But to kill her? You know what's funny? I was definitely thinking about doing something like that. Like, running out my family home and then going to go buy my own home but now that I hear you say a little more about that and I'm thinking about that mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do that now I don't want to discourage it because in all honesty like real estate is a way that a lot of people make money yeah you know when you think a lot of these tycoons you know they have multiple rental properties right and I think that a lot of that is what's happening in DC is that people are going ahead they're buying up the homes and even in my neighborhood that I live flipping in them. they're flipping them and they're renting out um, I used to rent a basement apartment and the landlords lived upstairs. And, you know, first they were like, we just rented out one space. And then we went and bought a whole nother house. And we rented out part of the bedroom. So they've got, like, what, four bedrooms there? And they're paying, they're charging for each bedroom. But I remember when I stayed there and her and one of the tenants had gotten into it. Just real nasty. And, you know, she had to raise uh, their rent because they were leaving lights on all the time, different things. Mm-hmm. And she had destroyed the room so your security deposit is only going to do but so much right but they they didn't have like a high-paying job but a lot of their money came from their rental property that's where a big portion of their money came from but when i think of stuff like that i mean and granted again it's not to say that all tenants are going to be bad or things like that but that's something you have to keep in the back of your mind I wonder if people do, like, background checks. They do, but, I mean, but that's just, like, just because you've never been arrested, that don't mean you ain't do some yeah, shady shit. Yeah, that is true. I, I was just thinking. Yeah, you do, like. So, when I was looking at places, <clears throat> this is before I moved into the basement apartment that I was at some years ago, I went to this one townhouse, and, again, the man was renting it out per the room, and he came and he was shutting shit down. Like, he was just like, she's not supposed to have anybody extra in there. Like, da-da-da-da-da. She was just like, this other girl came and she tore up the room. Da-da-da-da. Now, he let someone else move in instead of me. He was just like, you don't have any other renter experience, whatever it was. You know you have the money, but she's rented previous places before, whatever. Okay, fine. Then, afterwards, a week later, he was reaching out to me, begging me to come and stay. He was like, do you want to take the room? I was like, no, I thought you got some. And he was just like, well, she destroyed the place, so now I'm going to have to go. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, 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 because you didn't want me. You wanted her. And she had good rental history, right? Okay. Okay. That's fine. So that was that. And, of course, that money has to come out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just rest in peace to her, and especially for her to be someone who's done so much for the community. community. And what killed me is that it was another black man. It was a yeah. black man. I was ex- honestly expecting it to be like a race crime or something, but to see and the that's face, what I initially thought to see the face of this African American man killing another African American older woman who is a activist. Yeah, and initially when I saw the story, remember they didn't release well before we knew who it was because I mean it came out a couple of days later. Right, I'm thinking like, oh my god, this you know, like race thing. this is a race thing. Who we did about this? to get the and then the fact that the she was in the trunk. Yeah. Some white people shit. Yeah. They don't just kill you. Mm-hmm. They kill you. They mutilate you. They put you in the trunk. They put you Those in the river. They tie you up. Idea, they bury stuff. you behind the house. Mm-hmm. They do shit like that. But nonetheless, um, 
He ain't got to worry about rent no more. No, not no Okay? More. He's going to have him a roommate. Mm, sure will. He's going to have his three meals a day. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's that. And that one phone call. That's it. That's if somebody puts money on his books. Mm, Just true. can't make coffee on that money on your books. That's true. So I heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So updating, speaking in our... Uh, what's going on in our community, um, Eric Garner, the police officer who was responsible for his death, got off. It's not shocking. These things happen every single day. Every single day, stuff like this happens. Yeah. It, it's like, it's at the point where it's just like, okay, you have stuff on video. Yeah. That's not enough. Not anymore. It's, it's not like, it's like, what, what do you want to hope for? You know? It's like we give these people <clears throat> so much power over us, but then they're not held accountable for their yeah. actions. I think the justice, it's funny because the the justice system is not even just. like It's not. The it's wildest, not set up for us. Not even, but I don't understand how, like, you have all of this evidence. Not even in just this case. You know a case tripped me out specifically? And it's not even a race thing. Casey Anthony, when she killed her daughter. Everything pointed to her killing that child. The fact that when she went to Disney, she took them to Disney and she lied and she told them that she worked there. She brought the detectives there and said, was walking by in the hallway waving at people. Hey, hey, hey. And then when she got in there, she said, I'm joking, I don't work here. It was universal. She says, no, I don't work here. What? So why did you... Her body was in your trunk. Like, there were traces of her DNA or whatever that's in your trunk. Your internet searches pulled up the chloroform. But she got off. She spent, like, a year in jail. She got off. And then you think back to, like, with these situations where things are actually on video, okay? And he's off. I don't know if it's a state thing. I don't know if it's a technicality thing. I don't know if it's the the, the brotherhood club of the the police officers. It is. But what the what the actual fuck? Because they have like their own little phrase or blue protect blue or all blue matter well, something you know, like that you know, something like that. Know. They always protect each other, and sometimes that's good to do in certain cases. Right. But not in a case like this. Oh, you know what? Okay, so on the show, the shy. Um. There was a police officer. He was Hispanic. The two of the officers were Hispanic, but they were white Hispanic. Anywho, um, one of the officers shot someone. And the other officer saw he was just like, he didn't reach for anything. You know you're lying. But he was just like, I would have done it for you. Like, as a police officer or whatever it is, I would have done it for you as your friend, yada, yada, yada. And he went up there and he lied. He was just like, I know he did it, but he did. He was just like, but at the end of the day, like, we're out there. We serve and we protect one another. Mm-hmm. And he lied on him. So then they went ahead and they um, they put him up there and he was like, I had the, I had the, to make me look better or whatever it is. So they didn't think anything, and I'm a minority too. They went ahead and they put on the website that I'm the lead of the Puerto Rican police officers, whatever, 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 yada yada yada. And it's crazy because with that situation, although he was still a minority, it was no like this is our brotherhood right here, like we're not going to prison. And I hate. The idea that, because any way you put it, an emergency happens, you call 911. That is what they are there for. Mm-hmm. But I hate that there was that 
body of police officers, that small portion of them, that gives the rest of the officers who are actually doing their job a bad name. Okay, so it's a show, and I had to Google it real quick because I don't want to forget the name of it. It's so good, and it's about pretty it's much so like... so good? No. It's, I, I'm sorry. I was saying it's so good. Oh. <laughs> the show is actually called Shots Fired. And it's pretty much... I feel like I've heard of that show. You have. And it's so good. So good. It was about um, a white police officer killing a black teen. Uh-huh. I want to say it was a white police officer killing a black teen. And he had a rookie cop with him. And I believe he was black. Uh-huh. And they were, like, trying to put drugs in his car and different things like that. No, ooh, it was ooh. it was it was the other way around. I'm sorry. I think it was it was a white. I feel cop. like I've seen it. Who was the female actress? Who was the female actress? Um, sub Sanaa Sanaa Lathan. Lathan. I did. I saw the first it is couple. Of episodes. So good. I did. I do remember it that. It was so good. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. It was it the. It was the black cop that shot the white boy. I think so, and then they were trying to cover it because I feel like they were going out. With, I just remember them going out into the community. Yeah. Trying to get too. people. And that's what I'm trying Trump. to think. Was that a black boy? No, but it ended up being a black police officer that shot a white, white boy. boy. Yeah, I think. And it was so good. I do remember that. It was so good. I do remember and that. And they got canceled because they yeah. were telling the fucking truth. Yeah, they did. I, I, do, I do recall that. That was like Sonali and yeah, I was like, I remember that. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think justice will ever be served. But it guys, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Speaking of jail, <clears throat> Mr. Pie Piper. No. Kills. Shut to the closet. I believe I can fly. You surely gonna be trapped Mr. in that closet. Mr. Remix Ignition. Oh, that man. is my song. Ma'am. That is my song. Excuse me. Okay. We're not doing that. Not on this podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just had to Make let it brief. people know. Make it brief. I had to let people know. He is locked up they won't let him out so the documentary are we sure about that they so um homeland security arrested him mm. big boys came so he's not getting the fuck out what's different from this arrest in addition to the last arrest they gave him no bond mm. he's not getting out good he's sitting in there and i think that's when all of his um People that work for him and stuff, and people that used to work with him. So the they people in, in, in the documentary, or some of the people that were arrested. Because remember when the documentary was going on, and everyone was saying how there's no way you worked for him and mm-hmm. you didn't know what was going on. Because you had to book flights, and they were asking like, "Are they a minor?" Exactly. And you like know that. what? They used that, and the lead detective said, after watching the documentary, that's what sparked him to go ahead and to reach out. So they must have, now things are starting to come out, but they must have given them a deal or something like that Mm -hmm. for them to be like, okay, now we know where these videos are. Mm -hmm. 20 videos is what they've given so far. far. I'm sure there's more. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure there's more. This man probably got like a case, like a trophy case, but just... Room, just full of, just full of... Full of videos. And um, Sparkle's niece, the one who was on the alleged... Mm -hmm. Who was on the alleged girl on the tape, the P tape, in case I didn't know. Um, she is now willing to cooperate with police. And what's crazy is is that 
remember all these years, she never wanted to cooperate. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be in court. She didn't want to cooperate. Her and the family kind of like disowned the, the, the aunt. Yeah. And was like, no, you're lying, this and this and that. You know what I wonder? I wonder if Aliyah's family will come forward and speak on anything. Probably not. Not, I don't mean publicly, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like what it is that R. Kelly has his time in court. Because I feel like, and I imagine that they're going to try, although they know what he did, what he did. Um, I imagine if in that court process they're going to try to get as many witnesses to come forward and speak as they possibly can. I don't think the family witnessed anything because she was on the tour bus. But the fact that there, I feel like questioning about, like, did you notice any strange behavior between the two? Like, you know, how did you go about getting the, the marriage involved? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, so I do wonder about that. And I felt like more people are going to go down. Oh, yeah. But y'all thought y'all was going to get on that good old They probably TV. got immunity. They were like, give us immunity and we'll give you all the tapes. That's what they didn't get no immunity. They hit a deal. They may not be doing as much jail time, but they doing something. I think they have immunity. You think so? I think so. Because they've been trying to get him since, what, the 90s? Yeah. But you know what it is? R. Kelly gonna run out of money. Oh, he been running out of money. Between paying hush money to the families, mm-hmm. living this lifestyle that he wants to yeah. live, paying for flights, and feeding all was, of these women. And he was one of those artists that said, I have to tour. Mm-hmm. Remember we were having that conversation about some musical artists like... They make all this money, but they have to tour. Like, R. Kelly could never stop working. Of course not. Because of the lifestyle that he lives. And he's not getting out. I do hope that R. Kelly does get the help that he needs, despite being locked up. Because it's clear that he's had things happen to him, and he didn't resolve it. And I'm not saying that what he did was an excuse, but hurt people do hurt people. And for whatever reason to him in his mind, it was normal. Yeah. It was normal. It was acceptable. And I think that's something that people don't ever really put into play in the conversation Mm -hmm. as to how he became to be who he was and why he does the things that he does. But nonetheless, his ass ain't getting out. About time. He ain't getting out. Took a minute, but it's about time. He's not getting out. So, yeah, he's not getting out. All right. Now, Arsha, you know I'm a music lover. Mm-hmm. Okay? And Jermaine Dupree went ahead and he threw a little, he threw a little shade. Threw a little shade. Um, so Jermaine Dupree was sitting in on an interview, and they were asking him, you know, what does he think about the female rappers of today? Jermaine Dupree, in summing it up, replied and said, it's the same thing. They're all rapping about the same thing. He was just like, it's like, they're all strippers, and they decide, okay, I'm going to rap. Cardi B responded back to him and was saying, you know, there are plenty of other, there are plenty of female rappers out there. And we don't just talk about our pussies. She said, although my pussy's my best friend, I love her. I want to talk about her. But she was saying, you know, on my previous mixtapes and on my other songs, when I wasn't talking about sex, y'all weren't really fucking with it. And she says, there are so many talented female rappers out there who don't just talk about sex, but... Y'all aren't giving them the attention that they deserve. 
So she went on and she began listing, you know, a plethora of other female artists or whatever it was. So that sparked a lot of conversation. I actually got into a little shade room uh, back and forth with a man. And um, about it, and I was just saying, you know, I don't see how it is that Jermaine Dupri can go ahead and he can say what he's saying when traditionally the mainstream hip-hop artists, he talk about the same few things. Drugs, sex, money, cars. So why yeah. is it when a woman goes ahead and says something, it's... it's they're all issue. saying the same thing. They're all saying the same thing. And there are so many other female artists, rappers out there who are doing their thing and they're not just talking about pussy. Right. And even if they are, that's their business to do so. Exactly. You don't have to tune into it. So in response, he was receiving a lot of, you know, backlash and things of the sort. Of course he was. There are a lot of, a lot of female rappers and that people don't even pay attention not to. Not even that, but rapping about pussy is not new. No, not at all. Rapping about music about sex, period, male or female, is not new. So I don't understand what the problem is. What what the problem of the issue is. Um, Anyways, after all the back and forth have gone on, he posted on his Instagram page. He says, after all the calls, DMs, angry tweets, and other messages saying, I'm a major gatekeeper in the hip hop world, why don't I invest in a female who was out there hustling and making a name for herself? I decided to create the so-so deaf female cipher. Details coming soon. Now, as someone who is, like, music is just, the way that people love and talk about sports is how I feel about music. What do you think about him trying to now essentially clean it up? Everybody's always going to do something to cover their ass. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what that is. If you want to change what's already out there, do something about it. So this is his way of doing something about it. Mm -hmm. You want to give an opportunity to a woman that's not talking about pussy? Okay, give her the platform to do so. So now you do it. I feel like like right now, this is the hot girl summer, you know, I feel like we are in a time period where this year, like, women are dominating Mm -hmm. the hip-hop scene, you know? And... Not even the hip hop scene, just in general. Music and in movies, gen- movies and, and music, and clothing, politics, and food. Like, it's just the year of the woman. I agree. And I hate that men can't just let us just have our fucking moment. Because when women aren't speaking about the quote unquote the sex and their pussy or whatever it is, it's like, okay, well, is she gay? Or we don't want to hear that shit and blah, 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 blah. Or if she is, you know, comfortable in her sexuality and with herself, it's, oh, she's too raunchy, she's too this. So what the fuck is it that y'all want? Exactly. What do y'all want? Like... Don't you want me to sing nursery right. rhymes? When the women are sitting here and they're not beefing and they're generally trying to, you know, have the, you know, girl power and they're trying to embrace it, like, let, let them rock. Like, I hate... Nothing annoys me more than, like, when women are trying to do their damn thing and that just says, like, as far as we've come, as, as women as we've come... We are still in the place collectively where I feel like men aren't ready to allow us a seat at the table. And because of that, I feel like we have to, which is why as women, we have to work extra hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as black women, we have to work not only because we're women, but because we're black women at that or minority women, you know. Um, so, yes, Jermaine Debris, just shut the fuck up because Bow Wow, okay, that was cute. <laughs> You're tight with the brat. That's cute, but brat ain't had music in a minute. Has she, she to wear She was trying to defend him, and I get, you know, your loyalty, but brat, you should be worrying about your 
bankruptcy that you have mm-hmm. and your case that you are still trying to solve and get the money for that. Okay? Shame. Um, so just stop. I'm not here for it. Like, I hate when people are... And the thing about music is is that there's this era of music where we are now with streaming and all these different platforms. There's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even tell you really the last time I sat down and listened to the radio because I found, you know, just off of YouTube and Apple and Spotify, a variety of artists that, like, you know what? I'm fucking with right now. You know? So... Again, Jermaine, shut the fuck up. I think it's cute that now he's trying to attempt to, you know, rectify what it was that he said. But I think he owes an apology, personally. I do. Um, And I think he should listen to some of those people that, some of the women that people were recommending to him to listen to. Yeah. And then maybe he can come back. Or just don't say nothing. Pretty much. No. It's okay to say. And provide the platform so somebody right. can get their shine. Stay on your, uh, what is it, grown-up hip-hop. <laughs> just, just worry about that. Grown-up okay? hip-hop, I'm done. Okay. And dealing with Bow Wow and his, ta- and his tantrum. Yes, Lord. Okay. Speaking of this, I didn't mean to have this plain shout-out, but um, my fiancé's brother, no, my fiancé's friend's, no, my fiancé's friend's brother, yes, he is doing music. His name is Project. He goes by Project Santana. It is okay. so fucking good. He actually went viral on um, YouTube. Is he hiring Not on YouTube. assistant? No, no, friend. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. He actually went viral. He was on ABC about a video that he posted with his kid picking him up from daycare. It was so fucking cute. But anyways, he has a couple of songs out and I'm obsessed. I'm going to make sure I put y'all onto that. Shortly, sooner than later. But, um, yes, Jermaine Dupree, you get a fuck you from me. Personally. Personally. Any more thoughts on that? No. Okay. Alright, so, question for the week. Before providing any background information, Arshay, how do you stay motivated? Hmm. That is a really good question because I struggle with that so much um I try to stay motivated by reminding myself okay bitch you don't okay perfect example the gym I'm trying to stay motivated by looking at myself and saying okay this is something that you don't like about yourself so get up and change it because nothing else is going to change it Mm -hmm. but besides that like Work-wise and in personal life, I don't know. Like, my friends, they kind of motivate me. Mm-hmm. When I see the growth within them and the things that they're doing, it's like, okay, Arche, you've been saying you want to do, for an example, YouTube for a long time. So get up and do it. Like, just do it. What The worst that can happen is somebody tells you no. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think for me, like, just as lately I've been struggling with trying to keep myself motivated and it wasn't until yesterday that I said to myself at this moment Alex like I'm not happy you know just with like having so much going on but I think the first step for me was like admitting to myself right now you're not happy and And I agree with you that's okay like I haven't been feeling like myself lately like you know I haven't really been Sleeping as I normally do, like I'm just wired. Like my mind is constantly going. And I have to just sit down and have a conversation with myself 
and having the conversation with myself, first of all, admitting that I wasn't happy and this is nothing for anybody out there listening, it's nothing to do with my relationship at all, it's just me, Alex, personally. Um, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself and if I get thrown off track, it's easy for me to just spiral. And I had to learn that, for example, me and my person where I need routine. So, for example, with the gym. If I like to plan my day out accordingly, if I get thrown off, I'm like, eh, it's okay, I'll go tomorrow. And then one day turns into two. Mm-hmm. And two days turns into three and so forth and so forth. And then it's a month. And then I'm upset when mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't look how I want to look right now. And it's just like, okay, like, how do you remotivate yourself? And it's like... I know what I need to do, but I have to get my mind and my body to align with one another. So for me, it just took having a conversation with myself, and I'm learning to admit, like, Alex, right now you're not where you want to be, you're not doing what you want to do, and that's okay. But you're unhappy with it, so you have to find, you have to remotivate yourself. And I think I've said it several times on this podcast that I'm pretty much not happy with myself mm-hmm. because I'm trying to determine what my happiness is because as people know I am married and I have two kids and I still work a full-time job so every mother knows that you know your full-time job of being a mother does it never cuts off right so with being married and having kids you lose yourself you lose a sense of independence mm-hmm. you forget who you are so I'm in a place where I'm trying to figure out who I am and where I stand and what makes me happy and what I want to do. So I started by seeking counseling. Mm -hmm. And it started off because I needed grief counseling for my mom's death, but it ended up turning into me trying to find what makes me happy and what my happiness looks Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. So then that's when I started making the steps. Okay, well, let's let's write down everything and I'm a big person I love to write stuff down mm-hmm. I would go buy some color fucking pens and oh, pencils yes. and I would jot that shit down and be like okay let's let's do this let's right. write this down in color because if you live for me if you write it down it's gonna happen and I right. would write it down consistently on different different pieces of paper right so that's my way of saying you speak it into existence it'll come true mm-hmm. I just write it down as a reality of what right. I want to do. Right. So the gym was one of the things that I wrote down, but I was never consistent with it. I was only going, and still right now, I'm, I'm not consistent with it. I, I, I only go on the weekends. And I'm trying to get better because I'm trying to figure out my my role as being a mom. And mm-hmm. I have to pick my kids up and dinner and right. school for the kids. and So I, I'm really just trying to figure out how all of that comes into play but it all starts with what what is your happiness and that has right. nothing to do with the relationship right because if you're not happy with yourself right. or you don't love yourself you right. can't pass that love on to anybody else exactly so let me focus on myself and what that looks like mm. for me and then I can give you everything after that right I think for me also it's like sometimes I have to sit back and I have to think of okay Alex, what is your overall goal Mm-hmm. Like, what does happiness look like for you? You know what I mean? And I'm a person, every year, I write down a list of things I want to accomplish for the year. Mm-hmm. And as they happen, I mark them off. Okay, good. I like to check in, make sure I'm doing this, make sure I'm doing that. Um, <clears throat> and I think even when you set a goal, like, for example, if your goal is to buy a house, when people post on social media, they just post the house. You don't see 
the process that right. it took to get them there. You don't see that struggle, you know? And I feel like for me right now, I'm so close to getting what I want, but it's the process of getting there and losing a bit of track of well, just all that's been going on, just losing track of, like, a schedule for myself. Mm-hmm. It's made me kind of lose sight of the bigger picture. And I just really had to sit down and have a conversation and be like, look, bitch, this is what your goal is, okay? So you need to scale it back and you need to see what's worked for you in the past and how does what works for you in the past, how does that correlate to now? Is it realistic for now? Do you need to scale back? Do you need to do this? And because I'm not a person who, I'm not necessarily a talker, I've had to learn that Alex, you need to talk. You need to communicate. If you're upset about something, you need to say you're upset about something. If you're not happy about something, you need to say it. You know what I mean? It's not enough to just think it. But even that small thing of me just saying it out loud, Mm -hmm. I'm unhappy, made, it's like a light bulb in my head went off. And then it was like I had to sit down with myself and say, okay, you need to re-motivate yourself. But you can't be this, that, and the third for everybody else and then forget about yourself, which is very easy to do. And no, I don't have kids yet, but I know the role that I play in people's lives and what I have going on. So because of that, it's very easy for me to get lost into Mm -hmm. things. So it's just like, the gym for me is sometimes my therapy. Like, mm-hmm. going outside and being with nature, just being outside is my therapy. Like, I need it. And with just other things that have taken my attention away, it's just like, wait a minute, girl. You're starting to waver off. You're starting to, you know, whatever else it is. And I'm like, I have to go back to putting myself first. first. And then I think doing that and then look, thinking of what my overall goal is, that's re-motivated me. And then knowing the why behind what my goal is. You know, when I think about, I was having a conversation with someone about why I went to college and like what I want my idea of work-life balance to be. You know what I mean? Some people, they want a job. They don't care what they're doing as long as they're making a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. I want a career, you know? So I have to figure out what that work-life balance is for me. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for Alex? And... That's been my re-motivation. You know what I mean? So it was just like, you know what? I'm going to grind right now and do what I have to do so that I can get there to that point. But it's just, it's in the midst of it all that you sometimes have those moments. And I've definitely felt like these past couple of weeks, it's been like, Alex, have a talk with yourself. Because I haven't been sleeping. It's just like, I'm going through the motions. It's, okay, all right, fine, whatever, like flipping out on little things about things that aren't that big of a deal. Let me ask you this question because you are getting ready to enter your 30s. Do you think that is what is starting all of this for you? Um. (laughs) Because now you're realizing okay, I'm not a child anymore. Right. I'm a grown up. I'm a grown up. I'm, I'm a grown woman and I'm paying my bills. I'm getting ready to transition from being somebody's girlfriend to fiance to now being somebody's wife. Right. So it's kind of in a sense like you want to find yourself before you lose yourself again, mm-hmm. just being his wife. Um, I honestly don't think it has anything to do with the marriage aspect because I've made peace with that mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. You know what I mean? I don't feel like there was a point in time in the relationship I 
felt like early on when I first got engaged, freaking out, like, oh my God, like, what does this mean? But I definitely think with us having our premarital counseling, shout out to Miss Yvette, um, <laughs> that I'm happier, you know what I mean? And we needed it. And I think we're stronger than ever. But I think it's what does this next chapter of my life look like? Mm-hmm. Not specifically pertaining to my fiance, mm-hmm. but what does it look like for Alex? Because I am getting ready to enter into that phase of soon enough I'll be a homeowner. Then, you know, I'll be a mom. You know what I mean? But it's just like in that process of getting there, I feel like with in the 29, I feel like I'm trying to tie up loose ends. Yes. And I think that's what it is. And I feel like it's like, okay, don't lose sight of your goal. You know what you wrote down in your book? You have to get yourself remotivated. Why? Because you're leaving this decade. And I'm a firm believer in the way you start your birthday, the way you start your year, uh, transitions to a lot of things. I feel like you have to prepare yourself for what's to come. And I feel like right now I'm in that preparation phase. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, I've lost motivation. And it took me to sit down and actually say, bitch, you're unhappy. Figure out what it is. And it's not anything that anybody did specifically. It's just the pressure that I think that I put on myself. And now I have to get back aligned to what I set out in mind. So even if something as little as going to the gym, I'm like, I can't let other things of the day distract me. Like, no matter what, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Because that makes me feel better. You know I what agree. I mean? On top of, I'm trying to be a snack. A snack. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying to be a snack. Um, but yeah, just little things like that. And rediscovering the why of why I'm doing things. And, yeah, just looking at some people. And I'm just always just like, what motivates you? What makes you get up out of bed? What makes you go into the career path that you're, like, just little shit like that. For me, what motivates me to get up out of bed is my two kids. Because I know they need a roof over their head and food right. in their stomach. So that's right. the motivation. Um, what, I don't, I don't think this is my career path. Mm-hmm. I think this is just my job. Mm-hmm. And it's just to get me to the next place. You're stepping stone. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out what I foresee to be my career, mm-hmm. but this is not it. Right. Well, not podcasting. Right, right. Thank but you. the actual working in the healthcare field. I enjoy it because that's what I've been doing since fifth grade. I've been taking care of my dad, taking my taking care of my dad, taking care of my grandmother, taking care of my mom before she passed away, um, taking care of my two kids, taking care of my husband. I'm, I'm just a caretaker. Right. But at some point, I'm just like, okay, well, what about me? Right. And then figuring out what your also what that work life balance is. And I think when I ask people that question, like my fiance and I had that conversation, I said, But what does that look like? And when I started this role and we were having a conversation, she was saying, Millennials, you guys are really big on the work life balance. They said that millennials would rather take a pay cut if they could have more leave. So they could do whatever it is that they want to do. And I'm like, yo, like I don't want that job where I'm working all crazy hours of the night. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have my job, make my money, go on a trip, one or two trips a year, my girl's trip, a trip with my family if I want to, still have money to put away in my savings, still have money to do what I need to do. Like That to me is like that work-life balance. I want to be able to, like you know what, if I want to take a day off, I can take a day off and not have to worry about, shit, do I have enough fucking leave? Mm-hmm. Or what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's what I think of when I think of work-life balance. 
And I think I'm stepping into that. And I'm excited about it, but I'm also nervous about it. Because it's just like, God damn it, like, everything I've worked for and I've prayed for is getting ready to come. Mm -hmm. How do I not lose sight of it so fast with all, everything else that I have going on right now? So. You gotta find that balance. Oh, yes, girl. And you gotta find it that fits you and not anyone else. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, I think that's a big thing, too, is people think that what works for someone else is gonna work for you, and Mm -hmm. that's not the case. Even in being in a relationship, what works for your significant other may not work for you, and that's okay. That's okay. Maybe they want a job, you want a career, that's okay. It's all different for everyone, and you know, as I'm ending up, as I'm wrapping up my 20s, it's just a lot of self-reflection that's been occurring lately. But it felt good to finally say, like, bitch, at this moment, these past couple of weeks, you just have not been happy. And it's not because anybody's anything specific. It's just that you lost a little sight. You know, Alex, you're a person who runs on a schedule. You've kind of gotten off that schedule because of X, Y, and Z. You need to get your ass back on it. So that's where I am with it now. Anything else, friend, this week? No, ma'am. Do you have a music plug for us swalling? I do, I do. Alright, so this week the music plug goes to B Smith. That's B dot Smith. But Smith with Y and an I. S M Y T H. And the song is called Too Many Reasons. Okay. That's all I have today. Something to check out. Alright, guys. Make sure, if you haven't done so already, catch up on the previous episodes. Yes. Please make sure you give us our rating on, what is it, Apple? All of them. All of them. Rate us. All of them. Okay? Um, if you're not doing so already, please make sure you follow our Instagram, at Podcast. We also have Twitter. We're not that active on it. My apologies, guys. But make sure you tune in. Thanks, guys. Toodles. <laughs>